Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, gang, and welcome to the Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. Oh, you're back now, are you, Goldstein? Yeah, 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 I'm back now. Oh, you're gallivanting off to the snook, are you? Yeah, I was doing... Well, I saw you on the telly, you look great. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, it looks amazing. Okay, well, let's just stick to the podcast. No, I'm just saying, yeah, look great. Thanks very much. Anyway, we begin today's podcast with the reaction to the big derby we all wanted to play in when we were dreaming of becoming a professional footballer. No, 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 not the Milan derby. No, 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 not the Manchester derby. No, 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 the big one, the M23 derby. Yeah, named after a motorway as Palace beat Brighton in the Premier League. Surely now Crystal Palace safe in the Premier League for another season. Brighton, well, they're looking nervously over their shoulders. Brighton 1, Crystal Palace 2. It's a sore one. That's that's an understatement. I thought we, for the majority of the game, we were the ones pushing to try and win the match. And then to get done like that at the end is obviously very, very painful. But it can happen. It's football. We have to accept it, but it doesn't feel very nice. Yeah, I think there are probably only two actions in our box. I can remember, but maybe I'm wrong. But that's ultimately the level that that's the, that you can be punished from, from not too much. It's a bit of how it's been for us, but we have to just, you know, we have to respond. To this. When you play them, you've got to produce the sort of gutsy performance we did if you want to come away with anything. So I'm pleased with the team, proud of the team and happy with the 32 points. But I'll be even happier when I've got 38 points on the board. Talk Sport, Sports Update. Well, fans could be back in stadiums in England from the 17th of May as part of the Prime Minister's roadmap for leaving the lockdown. The turnstiles of our sports stadia will once again rotate subject in all cases to capacity limits depending on the size of the venue. Great news, by the way. The whole country yes. should be lifted now with that news because oh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Slowly but surely, it, yeah. would, it would appear coming out of this mire. Do you know what? I, f- I feel positive. I don't think you, you can't. It's, it's great news for the whole country and everybody's been waiting to, to hear what he's got to say. Mm. We have to go on what he's, he's just said and, and get behind him. Believe that come that date, we're all going to be back to normal. Now, what a guest this was. It was the West Ham and England midfielder, Declan Weiss, on TalkSport Breakfast. He told the wonderful Law Woods and Ali McQuish and Joe Mahara about the unity of the players at West Ham and how Jose Mourinho's criticism of the Hammers spurred the players on against Spurs. You Spurs there twice, haven't I? I think I read during the week that, you know, Mourinho said that at the end of the season there'll be no comparison where Spurs are going to be compared to West Ham and we're going to overtake them. And you read stuff like that as players. I think he said that on their Spurs YouTube channel, so that. Let's go until the end and let's see what the table will will give us. Because in the end, the table always gives you what you deserve. You read that as players and you think, yeah, that's going to make me go out there today and prove you wrong. You know what I mean? You're going to go out there today and even want to put on even better performance. So I think all the lads knew that and we wanted to go out there yesterday and really beat Spurs. So 
yeah, that's one of the reasons as well. The initial shot is saved, but the rebound is turned in by Mikhail Antonio, and it's a dream start for West Ham United. I can say first time probably this is the best West Ham team that I've been a part of in the four years that I've been in the, in the team. You know, the unity, the love the lads have got for each other, the banter on a day-to-day basis, and then you know when you're on the training pitch and, and obviously match days, the seriousness to go out and get a win. Now the mentality's just changed completely, um, and I think you can see that on the pitch. You know, we're fighting for each other. We're giving a hundred percent, and regardless yeah. of however the result's going to go, you know, we, we know we're coming off that pitch that we've given everything. And like you said, the likes of Thomas and, and Vladimir have been outstanding. They're they're great lads as well. And we'll have more from Declan Rice a little bit later on in the podcast. Now, on the flip side of the coin, Danny Murphy believes Spurs could be fighting higher up the league if Mourinho wasn't in charge. We'll also hear from Jamie O'Hara and Michael Dawson on the problems with Tottenham's defence. But first up, it's old Murphy boy. When you look at Leicester squad and Tottenham squad, there's not too much difference. If anything, you would argue that Tottenham could possibly have the better players, especially in attacking areas. When you look at Kane, okay, Vardy's mm. done brilliantly, but when you look at Son, would he get in Leicester's team, Son? I think so. I think he'd have a hell of a chance. We're looking at two teams that are pretty level in terms of squads, and we could argue that to a blue in the face. The point is that I think another coach could get more out of Tottenham and could put them in a position where Leicester are, even with the squad they've got. His left-footed shot, whilst on target, carried very little power, and Hugo Lloris couldn't keep it out. For any successful team, you have to keep clean sheets. With that front three that they've got, they're going to score goals. Spurs will always score goals, but at the moment, they can't defend crosses. Whenever a cross comes in, I think they're going to concede goal you can feel it and when you've lost five out of six that's what happens the players ain't good enough and he hasn't been given the money or or the 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 transfer budget to to go and get the players that he really needs and the players that the whole back four isn't good enough Sanchez is twisted into the ground he falls (laughs) over he drills that into Gundogan's path he brings it down he he leaves Sanchez on the floor he needs two new centre-halves proper decent centre-halves that you can you can rely on and build a partnership instead of having to change it every week because they keep making mistakes I don't know what you mean by crisis if crisis is frustration and sadness in the dressing room I'll say so, uh, because nobody is happy. So in terms of a crisis, yes, but not in terms of uh, him. I don't think it's let's get Mourinho out the door. I don't think that's the case yet. Yes or no, Dad? Should I support Arsenal from now on? What would you say? I'd say, yeah, go for it. I'd say go for it, yeah. We're, we're always going to be well, that's a nearly disgusting. Guys, you're an absolute disgrace. That's disgusting. Guys, we're going to say, Guys, you're a disgrace. You are, guys. You're a disgrace. Why? Why? You're an absolute you're Spurs fan. You're, you're telling yeah. you to support Arsenal. Guys, you're a disgrace. Now, on Saturday, the Chelsea manager, Thomas Tickle, substituted his sub, Callum Hudson Odoi, against Southampton, which drew criticism from Tony Cascarino in the last podcast. It's a 20-year-old lad yeah. that he substituted and made an example of. That I'm not so comfortable with because I didn't see anything wrong that he'd done. We'll hear from Tickle, as well as Danny Murphy again, and why he thinks that the Blues boss may be risking alienating his squad by stamping his authority too much. Although Simon Jordan doesn't agree. AVB went in there. Abramovich said, break up that dressing room. And then he sold him down the river when he realised that the dressing was stronger than the manager. In this instance, you've got a manager that is A, able to carry a tune, B, has a resume, and C, has the courage of his convictions, and D, knows he's got 18 months and no time to muck about and has already pinned his flag 
to the flag pass saying, I've got 18 months and I've got to build this team into winning the Premier League or winning the Champions League in the next 18 months. I haven't got time to carry along people. That I've, I've given you a message, some. Which part of that message do you not understand? Now you understand it, don't you? Hakim Ziyech is on now in place of Callum hudson Adoy. So two changes there made for Chelsea. I already said right after the game, this is the decision for today. This is the lesson to, to, to learn from today, for him, for me also. And, uh, and we go on and, and then it's forgotten and it's absolutely the way. So in, 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 in here in Coben, between us, between us two, between me and the team, business as usual, no big thing. It's an easy one for the man to say, oh, the next day he come in smiling, he was happy, he trained well. But he's not going to come out and tell you, do you know what? He'd come in and cause all sorts of problems. He would have the right ump. The risk he's taking as a new manager is he's, he's, he's trying to be a bit too much of a tyrant. He's trying to stamp his authority too much. And what tends to happen is a group of senior players who've got a bit about them turn around in their little corners and quietly and say, hold on, who have we got here? What have we got here? He thinks, he, he thinks he's the dogs, you know, he thinks he's the top boy. And all of a sudden, <laughs> rightly or wrongly, I'm not saying that's right, but that's what happens. And players start going, he thinks he's God's gift, this fella. He thinks he can do what he wants. He's, he's a tyrant. And don't forget, Chelsea face Atletico Madrid. Not Atletico, a lot of people say Atletico, it's not. It's AT, at Atletico Madrid. Tonight, the first leg of the Champions League last 16 tie. It's live on TalkSport, don't you know? Coverage gets underway at 7pm. Now, can Everton make the top four this season? And do they have a better chance of getting into the Champions League than rivals Liverpool after their Merseyside derby win? We'll ask John Parrott. What, the snooker player? Yeah, that's one. Yeah, he's a big Evertonian fan. Oh, he was on TalkSport, was he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Hence me reading it out. Okay. And the males, Dominic King and Danny Murphy. The Toffees will be zooming. They'll be FaceTiming their red mates tonight. Copites will be pressing the big red decline button all over the city. Confidence is low. I think the strength and depth question mark is now there compared to someone like City, even probably the likes of Chelsea and United in terms of squad depth. Um, they've not had these problems in the previous years and with their when in the successful periods. Best way to equate it is almost like a boxer being in, in, in a fight and he's had one punch too many and he just can't get up from it. And that's what happens now every time someone scores against Liverpool. <laughs> just yeah. the, the gun. And Everton leading the Merseyside derby and Richarlison has scored in another game at Anfield. It's like it's like one punch is, is, is putting them out. You could see after after three or four minutes on Saturday that they weren't going to get back into it. Second season syndrome itself. They normally say that about promotion teams. Ah, oh, they do it the first year great, and the second year they they fail. It's just not happened. And uh, at the moment, it's it's going to be a struggle for top four. It's going to be a struggle for top six. There's part of me that still thinks there's a small chance with the quality they've got if they can turn it round. But the form recently does not suggest they're going to go on a winning streak of four or five games. Things are going badly wrong at Liverpool right now. They, are. they, they and they and they're in a tailspin. And Everton went there knowing. Knowing it was their best chance in, in, in what, 22, where, how many years it yeah. was since Kevin Campbell scored. We all knew that Everton had a great chance because Liverpool were vulnerable, and they are. Duncan Ferguson looks as if he's about to burst into tears. Evertonians all over Merseyside probably are because it's finished Liverpool nil, Everton 2. It's the best that I've seen Everton play at Anfield since 1995 when Andre Kanchelska scored two. Yeah. I think I've seen pretty much every derby at Anfield since since 1991 and I've not seen Everton play with that authority and confidence. Champions League is too much. We have to wait a little bit. 
We are really worried because the next game is at home. It's like buying a washing machine. If you go and buy a cheap one, right, you'll have to buy it three times. If you go and get Carlo Ancelotti in the first place, you've bought your best washing machine. That's what we should have done in the first place. And Mishiri would have saved himself a hell of a lot of money than changed, you know, going for managers who really bought poor players. We spent a lot of money on poor players, and he could have done that right to the beginning. So we've got the manager we deserve. Now, England all-rounder Ben Stokesy Stokes has spoken exclusively to the former England bowler Steve Harmy Harmison ahead of the third test against India, India. No, it doesn't work. Which starts on Wednesday morning from 8am. Live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. He spoke about the difficulties of living in the bio-bubble and why batsman Ollie Popey Pope could go on to have a better test record than Joe Root. Outside of off stump, cut through gully and away for four. Ollie Pope is playing it again and he's playing it well. If there's going to be someone to take over Joe Root's records that he sets... Popey, I, 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 I just see him train, see him play, see the way that he goes about the game. The more games he gets under his belt, the better he's going to get. Um, the more he gets exposed to different situations at such a young age, it's only going to do him the world of good. Cool deep in for the 18th ball of Moe Dinnings. He's come down the pitch, he's missed it, he's stumped. It's game over. Being stuck in hotels and being stuck at cricket grounds literally is the only thing we're allowed to do out here. It's tough. And when you haven't lived it, you don't quite understand, you know, what it can do to, to people. You know, people handle it differently. We're in the day and age now where people uh, find it easier to, to open up on the mental side. You know, it's not seen as a weakness as it probably was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And we will see the benefits of allowing people to have rest, allowing people to go back home, you know, halfway through a series. And as long as everyone's feeling okay with that, as we are in this team, that's all that matters. Um, so everyone's going to have an opinion, which is fine, but it is what it is. I'm Jim White, and this is TalkSport Daily. And if you want a bit more cricket, you need help. But if you get your help and you still want more cricket, why don't you try out the following on podcast on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Now, as promised, we return to the wonderful Declan Rice on Jesse Lingard and that celebration against Spurs. But which one? The one before the VAR or after the VAR? I don't know why I'm saying it like that because uh, it's probably not mentioned in this piece. They just talk about the celebration. And that's a brilliant goal from Jesse Lingard. And West Ham double their lead straight after half-time. Jesse Lingard. He's a ridiculously top, top player. You know when you play him with a top player, he takes the ball in the half-turn, takes the ball in tight areas, you know, relieves the pressure off you. And yeah, he's, you know, when you're just giving him the ball on the pitch, you know he's going to do something with it. And obviously what comes with it, he's got a great personality as well. And the lads have really taken to him. And I'm so happy that we've got him here now at West Ham. And hopefully we can uh, do that for much longer for next season as well. Jesse Lingard, he doesn't mind celebrating. He may as well do it twice as he well, goes up to the camera. He deserved to celebrate it for that finish, Of course he? he did. It was a fantastic left-footed finish. After training, like we're always doing this game called the D. Like Jamie will know about it, where like a keeper like plays it out to the to the D, the six-yard box. Yeah, he got yeah. two touches to score. Yeah. And Pablo kept scoring, and like, obviously Jesse was there, and Pablo was doing the celebrations Jesse's done in the park. And before the game yesterday, Pablo was like, right, we scored today. Jesse, you do that. I'm on the guitar, and I'll get on the drums. <laughs> and like, literally, it was just made up before the game. Like We just had a little giggle about it, and uh, lucky enough, Jesse scored, and it come off. Like, my, my drumming needs work, I think. Yeah, the, drum, <laughs> the, the drumsticks didn't look great. And I've been turning into a meme overnight. Now, 
Now, before I go, let me tell you about some live footy you can hear live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 tonight from 6pm. It's Leeds against Southampton. At 7.45, exclusive again to TalkSport, this time in the Championship, Wickham against Reading. And at 8pm on TalkSport, you can hear live commentary from the Champions League of Atletico Madrid against Chelsea. Come on, the Atletico boys. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar tonight from 10pm, taking your calls after those games. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to go get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.